Hello, gorgeous. It is Lala Kent. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. I am dying because I went on the gram and I asked y'all, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about it all. And today, I don't know what y'all are on, but you had the best questions. They came through. They did come through. Usually, like, I know the drill. It's usually going to be about my relationship with the cast, talk about Vanderpump Rules. I got it. I love talking about that shit. But there's a lot of questions today where I was reading them going, first of all, this is awesome. Second of all, I love that you're turning to me (laughs) to, like, get advice on this. I'm so excited to hear these questions. I haven't heard them or seen them. I, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. Um, Did you have a good weekend, Jess? I did. I had a relaxing weekend, sang some karaoke with myself, did some cleaning. I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. You were supposed to be folding laundry. I was. But I needed to do that first and I got it out of the way. One song, Easy Breezy, and then moved on to folding laundry. Went to Santa Monica for breakfast. Just like little things like that. How about you though? Because I saw you attended a gorgeous baby shower. Yeah, I had my two best friends since childhood, Madison and Danielle. They're, we recorded a podcast mm-hmm. that will come out next week. I loved having them. I got to see Danielle's baby for the first time in person. He's so unbelievably gorgeous. He's so gorgeous. He's like the most perfect little human. I was like, I have to say, besides my own baby, because we all feel that way, obviously, this is the most gorgeous baby I've ever seen. Was Ocean, how was Ocean with him? Completely obsessed. Would wake up in the morning. And it's so cute now because I think because Ocean's been hanging out with Summer Moon a lot. Ocean usually calls me mama, but Summer Moon calls her mom mommy. So now Ocean has started calling me mommy and she screams it at the top of her lungs in the morning. <laughs> mommy! Mommy! <laughs> it's the cutest thing. Like it's- from her crib? Yep. <laughs> yep. So I would go in there. Oh, it's 11-11. Make a wish, Make my loves. But I go in there, and the second I would go in there, she'd go, baby, baby, baby. And I'm like, yes, we're going to go see the baby. Danielle let Ocean hold Rome. She was just in heaven. And I asked her, I said, do you want mama to have a baby? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I said, boy or a girl? It was girl. I was like, oh, she said girl. She did say girl. Interesting. Isn't that? Yeah. I don't even think she knows. <laughs> she just wants <laughs> she a baby. Just she doesn't care. <laughs> okay. I'm working with Ocean on, because she can say yeah, and we've been watching Miss Rachel a lot, but I'm trying to get her to understand when I ask a question to not not have it be yes or no. Okay. Okay. You ask a question. Like, do you do you want asparagus or spinach? And even if she just point, like, I need her to understand, like, I'm asking you a question on these two. It's not yes or no. Oh, sometimes she'll say yes or no. She'll, okay, she always it. says yeah. And I'm like, but which one? This or this? <laughs> but her yeah? Yeah. Mind you, every time I see her, because I'll go like maybe a week without seeing her because I'll be working from the office. She's like, all these new words are added to her vocabulary. So I'll see her and I'll say things like, like the last time I saw her at the office, I was like, um, I think I said, she was like pointing to the door and I was like, what do you want? What do you want? And I think she said something like, open, yeah. Open, And I was yeah. like, yeah. shocked. 
It's so cute. Mm -hmm. So we had a full house this weekend, which is not hard to fill a house that's not a house and it's an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, it's like you love that, right? You love I a full house? love people on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's my most favorite thing. Yeah. So Maddie and Danny came into town and they came because Christina Kelly is having a baby in March. Her due date is one day after Oceans, which is amazing. I'm secretly hoping that it falls right on Ocean's birthday. I hope it's March 15th. And yeah. she was like, she goes, I, I don't want it to be March 15th because I don't want you know, that's Ocean's birthday. And I go, but then we can like split the cost of birthday parties. <laughs> I was going to say. It'd be awesome. And also when you, I feel like when you're a little girl or little, whatever, when you're a child, you enjoy sharing a birthday with your friend until, I think until you get to like 16. And even then, do you remember, I remember being so excited if I heard someone had my same birthday and being like, we should have a birthday party together and all those things. I just like sharing things. I've always been that way. Like, I don't care if you get the same outfit as me. I don't care if you get the same shoes, bag, whatever. Like, I really don't care. I don't care if you share my birthday. And I like people to have my same birthday because, yes, even if it's around the same time, we can share a birthday party. And then if no one shows up, it's like, well, they didn't like, they don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Well, guess you don't have any friends either. You don't have any friends with me. I love being um, miserable with someone. There you go. <laughs> and you have each other. So then you're both weirdos if no one shows up. Totally. I just like a little partner in crime. That's funny. So the baby shower was absolutely beautiful. I loved it because there were no games. You like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll play games. Mm -hmm. I'm down for it. But it was just like a group of, and it was men and chicks. Okay. Is that how it usually is? I feel like Britney's boys came towards the end. Okay. It was all women. Yeah. This was, you know, Christina and Max gave a really sweet and heartfelt speech. But other than that, it was like there wasn't opening gifts in front of the group, which is great for us because I really don't care what you got. Yeah. I hate to be that person. I really don't give a shit. This is great because I think a lot of people throw these parties like me planning like a bridal shower. And I'm like, what do people like? I don't know. Don't open Games, gifts in front of gifts. people. Okay. Good and to know. And then, but more importantly, the person that the baby shower is for doesn't have to sit there and put on some like, oh my gosh, I Exhausting. love it. For fucking 2,500 hours. Yeah. And if someone it gave you the same gift, like the, oh my God, it's okay. Like- or whatever no, because I can keep this yeah. one in the car and I can put this one it's like it's just exhausting yeah I I hate that did you do that I never had a baby shower you didn't no so that's what's so amazing is if I have a future partner and we like decide to have a commitment ceremony I've never had a bridal shower I've never had a bachelorette party <gasps> I've never been married never had a baby shower like I've first. never had any of it that's great yeah that's amazing you get to do them all for the first time I get to do them all for the first time which is so great for me yeah yeah oh, that's cool so I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part? Zero mess. 
One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing Jess and Easton with samples. I use Claritin and I absolutely love it. You guys know I was in Las Vegas for that music festival and it was so windy there that my allergies were the worst. My eyes were so itchy. They were so watery. My head hurt so bad. I had a total sinus headache, but I had Claritin D with me. So I took it and I think it only took like 30 minutes before I started to feel better, which was amazing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has been an absolute game changer for me. I've actually been using it for a few weeks now. I take it before I go hiking. And obviously when I went to that music festival, which was all outside, no more itchy, watery eyes and no more sinus pressure headaches, which if you've experienced those before, you guys know they are the worst. So that was huge for me. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Let's get to the questions real quick because I can't stop thinking about them. And I'm going to put the best one at the beginning. Pooping in a small apartment you live in with your boyfriend, how to get confidence with it. We just talked about this literally minutes ago. (laughs) Okay. This is going to be a TMI, Mm -hmm. this question and what happened. Mm -hmm. There's something very satisfying about going to the bathroom. And I've been there where like I've gone to boyfriend's homes and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm there for the entire weekend. How am I going to like not take a shit? (laughs) Just call it what it is. My mom always said, everyone does it. I think opening the conversation, I feel like that's why I'm so open about talking about things because shit gets awkward sometimes. And if we just break the ice by like talking about it, Mm Things are way less awkward, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And like, guess what? Your boyfriend's going to take a shit tail and it's probably not going to smell great. 
And probably more shits. There's going to be a lot. You're going to eat funky food sometimes that tastes delicious but is funny on the bowels. Just rip off the Band-Aid. By the way, poopery is also great. We was, keep yes, that in the travel poopery. Yeah. Just spray that. My favorite thing to break the ice is after you go potty, just like roll out to your man and be like, I would avoid that area for just a sec. And then it's like, okay. Yeah. She took a poop and I'm going to some at some point take a poop too. And it's not weird. We all do it. Question. Even Beyonce is taking massive shit sometimes. Well, I don't know about that. No, <laughs> no cheer. Question. If you're in a, because I hate this, but I know a lot of people love it. If you're in a long-term relationship, do you ever get to a point where you take a shit while your man is in the bathroom? I think you got to keep that part private. Mm-hmm. You know, because during sex and things like that, you want to keep it spicy. And you just don't want to think about the gross stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's but interesting. But I think it yeah. may, Don't you agree? No, I agree. I'm not one, which people are shocked about because Kyle and I are so open with each other. When it And I live in a one bed, one bath. When it comes to bathroom stuff, off limits. If he like, I've been you getting. You don't want to hear about it? No, I don't want to. I mean, he is like, he's a man and typical with the bathroom stuff. So like sometimes it's fine. But like if I'm doing my hair in the bathroom and he comes in to even go pee, I'm like, oh, do you, okay, do you need me to excuse you for a moment? And he's like, yeah. And I'll get out, shut the door. Never. In a, if he like goes, takes a shit in the bathroom, I'll say like, did you spray? And like, how long should I avoid the area? I'm just not a bathroom person. So like bathroom humor or whatever. So for me, if I have to go, I'll go in, I'll sp- I always spray and use the poopery and then I'm usually quick, like a few minutes and then I'll leave and if it like is really bad in there, I'll say something like, my tummy's a little off, maybe avoid the bathroom for like a few minutes and he'll make jokes about it. But yeah, I've never been, like I've never been one to like take a shit in front of my man while he's brushing his teeth. <laughs> oh no, you do that, get the fuck out. <laughs> or like even when they're in the shower, I'm like a lot of my girlfriends, like my one friend from home, she's like, you don't use the bathroom when your man's in the shower? What if you gotta go? I'm like, well then I gotta hold it. And she's like, no, I'm always in there. See, my mind just goes to like, there's nothing worse. Like if I'm brushing my teeth, I'm picturing like it's going in my mouth. (laughs) Or if I'm taking a really warm, yummy shower and you're taking shit, steamy shit, I don't want to. Please don't. I can't smell that along with my like gorgeous shampoo or something. No. No. Yeah. That's why I think just the little thing of, hey, just like stay out of there for a sec. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. You know? Oops. I pooped. (laughs) Yeah. I get more afraid of gas. Granted, if you are someone who shits in front of your boyfriend and he's fine, or your man or your girlfriend, whatever, and they're fine with it. More power to you. More power to you. I just personally, I don't know what it was, if it was something in my chat, who knows, but I'm just not one of those people. Like gas, you're like farting. Yeah. I mean, that, I agree with you. How do you do that? Like if you are in the bed. With Kyle, yeah, and your your tummy's acting funky. What do you? Well, do it's you just let her rip. Easy for me because he'll go. He goes to bed at like eight p.m. So I'll. It's wild to think, but I kind of still hold it. And we've been together for almost seven years. And you hold it. That well, sounds so uncomfortable. Not all night. I hold it until he goes to sleep, and then I slowly release. But if <laughs> <laughs> but like Kyle, I mean, 
we've had talks about this. I'm like, you, ha- you have to go to the doctors. You fart too much. And he's like, I'm like, you gotta like. Get he, it together. You get it together. He farts constantly. And, and laughs about it. and But he's respectful, too. He's like, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying, but sometimes it just slips out. But me, I... I feel like it's really unhealthy to hold it, Jess. I know. But I don't hold it for long. Or if I really have bad, like, gas, I'll walk into the bathroom. And he's, like, laying in bed. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be bad. I can't hold it. I walk into the bathroom. <laughs> let it go. And yeah. then walk back into the bedroom. But he goes to bed at, like, 8 p.m. And I don't go back... Be- Go to bed until like 10 or 11, so. Oh, see, some stank will wake me right up. Really? Oh, yeah. Me too, though. Do you hold, wh- around your, what previous partners, do you just let her rip? Like, sound and all? <laughs> um, well, I mean, previous, no. no. I, that's why I can speak on it being uncomfortable. Because yeah. it's like, you hold it, and then it's like, now I just need to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so sick. My stomach is just air right now. Really? Yeah. I don't even find it like disgusting like my she won't hate me for saying this but like my sister and my best friend constantly letting it rip around me and I think it's funny and like but there's something about me and my man yes that's what it is I'm not having sex with them and it's just something about it that I'm like I don't know I hold it in but then he doesn't care because he's a a trainer and I've noticed people that are into fitness and health yeah they think about it as like you can't hold it. You got to get it out. Yes. Because it does this, that, and the other to the body. And when this, that, and the other happens to the body, your muscles do this and your blah, blah, blah does that. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. So note to self, I'm going to go for someone who's in the health industry <laughs> because then they're going to want to hear about that stuff and they're going to be like, good for you. I'm so happy for you. Yes. And that's the thing is that he talks to his clients and since I'm a client of his, he had to talk to me. He shows a chart of poops between one and 10 and he'll say, point, what does your poop usually look like? So he's very, and you have to point and he tells you if it's healthy or not. He talks to women about periods. So it is very like more like scientific. Yeah. Yeah. And technical. Interesting. Amazing question. <laughs> I hope that you and your partner get to a place where you can poop in the same space. Yeah. Not together, but, but in the same small apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, this person says, how do you not let the unknowns take over your mind? We talked about this, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. Keeping your head where your feet are. Yeah. Because I constantly sit in the what ifs. You do. What do you elaborate on that? I think about things a hundred years from now. But what if this happens? Then this is going to happen. And then if that happens, this will happen. And 30 seconds has passed and I've already talked myself into the deepest, darkest hole you could possibly be in. Right. We did talk about this because it's yes. the anxiety and it's the worrying twice. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Why not worry about it when it happens versus? Exactly. Don't cross bridges that you don't have to cross yet. So when that happens and you start going into that place, this is why I I constantly am preaching to people to have a higher power, no matter what it is. I don't give a shit. That you can, when you feel yourself looping and spiraling into that place, you immediately have the tools to sit down, take your deep breaths, punt it to something greater than you, remember where you are, look around you and see where you are and become connected with that space. Like, okay, right now I'm sitting down. I'm doing a podcast. I'm keeping my head where my feet are and we're not moving from this space, right? Mm -hmm. Mentally, you got to like connect your feet to your brain. That's what I have to do when the unknowns start taking over. Yeah. And you, who taught you that again? Said like, 
you you shouted them out last week, but I just they said that to you, and it seemed like it really changed your perspective. A like, lawyer head where your feet are. Yes, yes, okay. because when I entered this new phase of life and what I was going into, I was constantly thinking about the what ifs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that will take you out. Yeah, that'll take days off your life or your yeah, and, and the anxiety and the stress and the. Yeah, I think keeping your head where your feet are, it sounds so simple, but it's like, yes. No, it's extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think everything has to work in tandem. The punting it to a higher power. Take over, it's becoming too much. Now I'm going to do what I have control of, which is mentally getting myself to be exactly where I am Mm -hmm. and focusing on right now. And when I get to the place where I have to cross a bridge, we'll deal with it then. But I ain't crossing bridges I don't need to cross. Because someone could burn that bridge. <laughs> yes. And how am I going to cross a burned bridge? <laughs> you don't. That's so true. Did Chris Medina say the burning bridges was for you in 2024? Or was that for you at the moment? No, he said, when did I meet? It was in 2022. He said, this is the year of burning bridges. Okay. And we have that on an episode, right? No, I haven't had him. We should get him back on the podcast. I know. Everyone will DM and be like, when's he coming back? Let's have him back on. I'm going to reach out to him. Okay. Um, This person wants to know, are you keen on doing IVF to have another baby? Ooh, good question. I'm not opposed to it. Did I say that right? Opposed to it? I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Whoa, that sounded really weird. Really? Kind of. Do you ever say things and you're like, that makes zero sense? All the time. Yeah. And I question it and I spell things and I'm like, well, that's not how you spell it. And it is weird. (laughs) You're not opposed to it. Is IVF after you freeze your eggs or is that something? Yes. IVF is you take your eggs out, take the sperm and create an embryo and then they insert it. Interesting. So this is IVF is one of several techniques available, blah, 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 to help people during IVF. An egg is removed from the woman's ovaries and fertilized with sperm in a laboratory. The fertilized egg, called an embryo, is then returned to the woman's womb. So maybe you don't right. have to freeze it first. Or do you? I think most people that decide to do IVF, yes, they're not freezing their eggs. Okay. They're like taking – it's when you're really struggling to get pregnant. They take the eggs. If you, if you haven't met a partner – People, it's really like insurance on being able to have a baby. You freeze your eggs, whether you're the one that carries the baby or a surrogate carries the baby, you're just taking the eggs before you get to the point where like there's no eggs or the your numbers drop. Okay. So I'm not at that point yet. I went in to a fertility specialist. He said that I could be an egg donor. Okay. Yes. But he said everything, this is when I was you know, weighing my options for a sperm donor, which I'm still thinking about. That is not out of the question. So I just wanted to make sure everything was was good and right and tight up there. It is. I'm not opposed to IVF. I will do, I know I want another baby. So whatever I need to do to make that happen, whether it's meeting a partner, even though that freaks me the fuck out mm. to have a baby with somebody or IVF, sperm donor, IUI type deal any of it any of it I just want Ocean to have a sibling and I want to experience being pregnant again yeah yeah Yeah. it's all wild like the egg freezing and all of it is like so it's very I've I've you know I know we talked about this a little bit a few episodes ago I don't know if it's all but a lot of it seems like privileged 
stuff to do. I don't know how much IVF costs, it's, but it's you. It's expensive. Yeah. It's extremely expensive. Okay. So it's all, it's like with, same with egg freezing and like a lot of this all stuff of it. is so expensive and it's like just, you know, good for any of the women who can do it and who can afford it. And if you can't, it's like a ton of us other women. It's like maybe something you think about down the line. And if not, then it's just something you sort of pass up. It's very interesting. I'm still obviously learning a lot about all of it because I just asked what IVF is. So. Well, I have friends who from the time they were like little kids have just been incredible with children, mm-hmm. right? They just have had this like motherly instinct from the time they were little tots. Yeah. And they struggle to get pregnant. And I went through this guilt thing calling my friends who are going through this journey and saying like, I'm pregnant 60 days after I removed my IUD. Right. You know, and I still struggle with it where these people have incredible marriages and incredible lives and I'm sitting here with a baby and my world essentially has, like, that's all they want in life is a baby. And here I have the baby with, like, kind of a messed up situation. So that fucks with my mind sometimes. I'm not even opposed to adoption. I just want a baby. However the baby gets here, wherever the baby comes from, I just know I would like another child. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what dash pass is, I'm about to change your world. Dash Pass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. Dash Pass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Give Them Lala is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GTL. Are the questions good today, Jess? These are really good. These are great. Oh, this one's funny and, well, not funny, kind of like dark. Oh. (laughs) But also, um, it'll be quick. What would be your last meal on earth? Oh, that's So if you were to, it's your last day, and then you're getting taken out, 
Do you know yours? Yeah, I know exactly what mine would be. I, it's weird because I think like if it's my last day and a meteor's coming, I would just be like, I wouldn't necessarily be thinking about food and I was sitting with my loved ones. But if I had to, oh, I hate to say this, but I think, I think steak and potatoes. And I hate to say this because I know we're on our journeys right now with well, that. Well, after we, yeah, after we went to the sanctuary. Yeah. Like now I really want to give up the meat. Yeah. But I'm not judging you. It's your last <laughs> day on earth. Yeah. You would do a steak. Any sauce? I would do a steak. No sauce. Just a nice medium rare steak. Oh my God. Garlic butter, I guess, would be the sauce. Then I I have my garlic mashed potatoes and then broccoli. Done. Yum. That's what I'm eating. That's it's, just what I'm eating. What about you? I would have... Uh, what? And I've actually cut this out of my diet like long before we even visited the sanctuary. Okay. A lamb gyro. Mm. I know. It's horrible, but it is the best thing on earth. Yeah. I would have baklava for my dessert. Okay, good. And to be honest, if it's my last day, we're going out with a bang. I'm having a Jack and Coke and I'm going to wash that down with a vodka soda. <laughs> we're fucking shit up. A Jack and Coke first. So I always thought your drink of choice when you were drinking was vodka soda. Why Jack and Coke? That is that like I the just sugary? Liked, I just liked a Jack and Coke with a meal. You okay, know? yeah. And Jack, I loved yeah. to shoot Honey Jack. Oh my God. See, and that's another thing too that's interesting. I've talked about this before with Kyle and said if let's say we knew a meteor was coming and we haven't we had a few hours left to live I would want to get hammered and someone like Kyle said he was like absolutely not I would want to be completely sober like I wanted like take in those moments with you those these last moments on earth I am going to be so drunk let's be real <laughs> if to, if it's my last day on earth for real I don't have an appetite I'm yeah. vomiting and I'm extremely upset exactly okay? <laughs> this that's why it's just like it's an easy question don't think about it too much yeah because let, let's be real if any of us had our last day on earth and we knew it was our last day yeah devastating 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 so i'm getting hammered i'm not like because i talked about this with him too i'm not trying any new drugs like i'm not because some people are like oh my god then i'm gonna do mushrooms it's like no 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 i'm sticking to what i know the drink Sticking to what I know, I'm getting hammered. I'm yeah, maybe if I can stomach a steak, I'm eating the steak. But I'm really just focusing on time with my friends and family and us oh, getting fuck off, blitzed. Jess. <laughs> I really want to spend a lot of time with my friends and family, and I want to give Kyle a bloodlust big kiss. <laughs> oh my god, it's not really happening. Let's keep it surface level because if we go there, it's gonna take me out. If I start going to like ocean's face and <laughs> like oh no oh my god no you can't do that did you not hear the jim carrey story it was jim carrey i believe if i'm wrong then i'm wrong but it was a celebrity i think it was jim carrey he was on hawaii and he was with his assistant and i think he has a child did you say he was on hawaii or he was, he was <laughs> on the island he was in hawaii he was in hawaii they get he gets a text from his assistant or there's an alert that says there's a missile coming you have uh, like an hour to 
live basically take cover you're about to die like literally their text says that he's talking to his assistant and they're like what do we do and his assistant he basically is like I don't want to die in a car like trying to get off this island so I'm just gonna have to accept my fate so he either I don't know if he has a kid or not but he ends up being on the beach and sitting there and he's like okay this is it and in this moment he said he and you can google this he like accepted his fate and like thought about all these different things and and it was like a true moment of just like accepting his fate and I think he called it a beautiful moment but and then they get a call or text that like that was a April Fool's yeah and he was furious but like which I would be too but no I'd be furious too wild yeah crazy but that I feel like who knows maybe you do tap into something where it's like okay this is happening and I now I'm gonna see what the other side may or may not be Damn, this just got deep. I know. <laughs> I really enjoyed your simple question of what my last meal would be. A euro with baklava. Let's just leave it at that. Leave it at that. <laughs> leave it at that. Um, okay. How do you manage to keep your cool and not talk about all the things that are going on? I actually wonder that about you all the time. It is the hardest thing in the world. It really is. To not just like get on my story and be like, here it all is. Mm-hmm. Here it all is, and out every single person who's participated in the shit. The self control that you have is astounding. Just so people, you know, your friends on here know, the amount of times I've told Lala, like, it's time, get on, you know, make a video and time to tell the truth, and we're going to release it. And she's just like, so another caliber, and is like, nope, it's not what we're going to do. I just got to control myself. We got to keep moving forward. So I don't know how you do it. I would have been. Well, firstly, I think about ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's I feel like I'm playing a game of chess, which is I'm not used to that at all. Mm -hmm. You know, but when someone is when someone fights with fire, then I have no choice but to fight with fire as well. But it's. I think about her first and then I also going back to how do you let the unknown not take over when I get to that place I have to remember to keep my head where my feet are and we're not doing that this is we have to like I believe in the universe and the universe has a plan and God has a plan and everyone is held accountable at some point okay even Tom Girardi at the ripe old age of almost 80 had to answer for what he did yeah We're all going to have that day come. And I just kind of lean into that. Now, will there maybe be a day where I say it's it's time? I'm fucking done. There may be that day where it's like, bring the fucking dogs out. Mm -hmm. Now I've had enough. Yeah. Not time yet. Yeah. And thinking about, yeah, I can tell. I mean, I see it in you every day. You think about ocean and then you have your faith that like, what that that what's done in the dark will come to light like you always say so I just have to because it's all about ocean it's all about ocean yeah so I have to like and protecting her how wild is that that literally two and a half three years ago it was probably about you not that saying you were selfish person but for me most of most things are about me right now I don't have someone to go and then all of a sudden in within nine months 
It's not about you. You would literally put your life on the line for this being in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, it's just incredible. Like I think about it with moms and dads and I'm like. Well, it's mm-hmm. it's a very animalistic thing that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you see it in the wild with with bears. You come for a bear's cubs, like that mama bear is clawing you to death. That's how I feel about ocean. Yeah. So there's that. Look at me. I'm wired. I'm like, maybe I go live right now. <laughs> and like when it comes to that shit, I am not the best assistant because I'm like, yeah, here we go. It's time. I'm like setting the lights up. <laughs> yeah, right. No, relax. Not time. Um, the relationship changes within the Vanderpump Rules cast. How does it? Oh, like how does it change the season? Well, I okay, so it says the Vanderpump Rules cast former. So maybe the former cast? Well, with both. I mean, there's so much that happens where a passionate group, the littlest thing, set us off. That's why we have a show on the air. Yeah. Because it's not normal. Most people that can shake things off, like our group maybe has a little bit of a tougher time. Things that happened four, five, six years ago that like most people would be like, that happened a really long time ago and people change. Our cast is like, nope, holding you accountable still. For that. Oh, my God. It's a lot. Yeah. And the former cast, like, some of them want nothing to do with Vander Talk. So we leave that in the background. And other people, like, Dodie, I feel like she's pretty open to hearing about it. Yeah, and she talks about it. She talked about it on your podcast when she was a guest. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's something about the former cast when they can say like, hey, I don't like talking about this because it affects me in this way that I'm like, I just love honesty so much. Mm. You do. When you can tell me like, hey, by the way, this affects me. It kind of ruffles my feathers. I don't want to talk about it. Great. Yeah. I'm not a mind reader. It's the dir- – I just think you love dir- – tell me what you want so then I can go in that dr- – it's so simple. And so many people don't do it. You don't want me to do this anymore and it makes sense? Okay, great. Not going to say it. Not going to do it. It's the tiptoeing and like, oh, you did this. And like, well, I didn't know not to do I don't know. It's just, Or the yeah. coming from an angle of like really, like you let it fester mm. and then you hit a breaking point and it's like we all do that mm. where we try to shove things down where communication is something like the thought of it is so easy. Like just express yourself. <laughs> But it's like, that shit is hard. Yeah. No, it is hard. It's really hard. It's hard to come from a place of vulnerability instead of like, this affects me and the only way I know how to deal with these feelings is to immediately go into defense mode and aggression. Do you ever, because this is thinking about you and like, because I do this all the time. Not all the time, but I used to. Do you ever find yourself in an argument or in a battle and midway through you realize like, oh shit, I'm on the wrong end, but now I can't back down. I got to keep going. Or do you never, you're like, if I'm about to go into an argument, I know I'm I'm probably right. No, I go into arguments all the time. I mean, it's a rare occasion. (laughs) Like our producer the other day, he was like, it's so crazy, Lala, because like you go into an argument 180%, right? And like you may be completely wrong, but by the end of the conversation, it's like, wait a minute, maybe she's right. (laughs) You and everyone around you is like, good points. You're right, Lala. But I think I think too much on the details. I don't know what it is. 
it's interesting. But if you make a valid point, I have no problem being like, you know what? That makes all the sense and I completely understand what you mean now. Yeah. I fucked up. Oh, okay. And backing down. Yeah. I can back down in two seconds. Yeah. I just, in my mind, make a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you do. You argue with the best of them. The, the hardest part is, is I can't argue with someone who wants to hold me accountable f- for things that happened a really long time ago that we've already talked about. Yeah. And that's what happens with the show a lot of the time. Yeah. Is they want to bring, I don't want to say they, because not all of them do this, but a specific person loves to go back to what I did when I first entered the show or when I was drinking and it's like, we've talked about it. We already talked about this. Yeah. I live in today. Yes. And it's also hard when you ha- you have people who want to hold you accountable, but it's like, who the fuck are you? Right. I got people to hold me accountable, all right? I live, my mama live with me, bro. My mama can put me in check. I got a sponsor to put me in check. Like, who the fuck do you think you are mm-hmm. that you're going to be schooling me on life? Yeah. Once you become Bethany Frankel, then yeah, you can school me on a lot of shit. Until then, shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's why only a select few, I believe, can do it. And they stay on TV. And that's you guys. Because I'm like, not sure how. But I just want to keep making positive changes in my life. I mean, yeah. We have, it's like... I am not the same person I was last week, and I enjoy that. You are not the same person you were, who knows, yesterday, last year, definitely not when you were drinking. So it's just like wild to me when people bring up things that you did when you were drinking or whatever, even last year. It's like, that's not me anymore. Well, because a lot has changed. I made a lot of decisions during my drinking days or even take the drinking out when I was young that like I look back and go... I don't recognize that person, but without that moment, I wouldn't be here right now. And, you know, I saw the first episode of Vanderpump. Oh, my God. Yes. They sent it to us. How do you feel? I think it's great. Okay. I think my past and things that I have said and done are going to collide with the person I am now. And there's going to be a lot of people who call me a hypocrite and want to hang on to that person that I used to be. And there's going to be people who say like, okay, she's come really far. And I have to be okay with those people who call me out. Right. And this is where I have to practice the separating reality from reality. What do you have to say? Like, let's say though, right here, someone says you're, someone just viewed, watched the first episode of season 10 and they said oh my god Lala you're such a hypocrite what do you have to say to that those people nothing oh okay my breath is so precious mm-hmm. and my time and energy yeah. I I don't need to convince you of anything mm-hmm. who the fuck do you think you are that I that I need to sit here and explain my case to you I don't have to I think that's what's so nice about this is we we know when we're filming the reunion already and I just there's going to be certain things where I'm like, I'm not arguing about this. Yeah. It's a yeah. Waste. Sometimes I say stupid shit and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. I'm okay with that. We all do. The difference is mine's documented for all of you to fucking judge. Exactly. Exactly. There is a scene though where I'm like, oh my God. Episode one? 
in episode one. Okay. I'm like, I'm just like, I don't. Who is that person? Really? Yeah, like a throwback scene. Oh, okay. Like a flashback. Okay. And I'm looking at myself going, crawl into a fucking hole. What are you doing? But again, that moment is like, it's things like that where I sat down the day that I got sober and said, these are the reasons why I've got to stop drinking. Not that I was drunk in the scene, but I was still in my alcoholic mind Yeah, where you just don't think. And even now, today, I have many moments where I'm a dry drunk, where I have to say, you know what? It's time to pick up the fucking big book and do better. Dry drunk. That's interesting. I bet a lot of people deal with that. And I don't know of a single person. I'm sure there are some out there, but I don't know of a single person that doesn't have a moment or for me, millions of moments in my life where I could I could be shown on a screen and I would just be so humiliated, so disappointed, so disgusted. I just, I don't know of, I'm sure there are the people out there who are like, oh, I'm, but I just don't know of many. I'm not at the place where I can go back and watch old school Vanderpump. Yeah. I still cringe and get embarrassed. And next year, I'm going to look back on this, on season 10, and cringe and be embarrassed. I don't know that that will ever change. I think it'll change when the show is over and I'm like an old woman with grandkids walking around where I'm like, you know what? You guys are old enough. Let's see what Graham was like back in the day. And then you can laugh and be like, oh, she was wild. She was wild. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I still look at myself and go, wow, we got it. We got some work to do. But that's on fucking growth. And I hope and pray that in a year from now, I'll look back at some things I wrote in my fucking journal and be like, oh my God, what a silly girl. She had no idea. Or like things that I'm like, oh, thank God. I don't think that way anymore because I'm growing. Right. Which is like, congrats. I hope a lot of us are like that. Right. So I think that's great. So I think we all just need to be easy on ourselves. Yeah. You're going to be a different person tomorrow than you are today. You're going to fuck up tomorrow and learn from that. It's just like you just roll with it. Mm -hmm. You know, none of us are ever going to be perfect. We're going to say things that we wish we didn't say. And tomorrow we're going to say things we wish we didn't say. (laughs) Fuck it. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. That's life. That's life. I'm going to take this moment. I'm going to have it be a teachable moment for me. I'm going to hopefully do better. And I'm okay with the mistakes that I'm going to make tomorrow. Bravo. Right? Bravo. Yes. Give me a soundbite of that. I mean, it's just a lot of work to be a living, breathing human. It really is. And and congrats for everyone who's, you know, trudging through life. And making it work. Yeah. You woke up this morning. Good for you. Celebrate that. I'm just like proud of all of us, You're to be honest. You're proud of all of us, too. We're so just, yeah. there's that. There's my uplifting speech. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into another chaotic episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.